Hello, traders and friends. Welcome to the Are You Green podcast. Today is Friday, December 18th, and it has been an insane day for the markets. Why? A couple of reasons. First of all, today is a quad witching. Um, I'm gonna go into explaining that a little bit more, but basically there's just a lot of volume. The SPY had a previous close of 370.66. It's now after at the close of the market, um, it was sitting around 369.18. Is the SPY green? No, it is not. The XLK technology indicator that I always watch because I trade so many of the tech stocks. Previous close was 128.70. Now it's sitting around 128.25, so it is slightly red. And now the question everybody wants to know, are you green in my personal trading accounts? No, I'm not. I'm slightly red and that's okay because I started a couple of new swing trades today and um, you know the whole market was down so you know you have to definitely roll with the punches as a trader and be okay with these red days um, so coming up we'll have news around the chips what happened today with AMD with Intel and with Microsoft we'll talk a little bit more about what quad witching is and why it's important and then of course I'll go over my personal trades so thanks for listening and stay tuned to take a few minutes to explain quad witching. I know it is a strange financial term, but let's dive into it because I know that people listening to the podcast have a variety of experiences trading, and um, even people who have been trading for a long time don't know what this is. So I primarily trade stocks and shares. It's a simple transaction, right? I buy it and then I sell it. However, the market has other types of financial opportunities. Um, Two of those are options and futures. These are not stock transactions per se, they are contracts. Um, in the financial world, they call these contracts derivatives. So if you see that, just know that, that is talking about a financial contract. Uh, the key difference between futures and options is that futures obligate each party to buy or sell. Um, so basically, if you are saying that you want the, um, that you think that a stock will move to this lower level and that's where you're gonna buy, you are obligated to buy at that level with a future contract. While option contracts give you more flexibility because the holder has the right, not the obligation to buy or sell. So if it gets to that level, they could buy at that level, but they don't have to. It's just a right to buy or sell. Um, so I rarely take an option um, contract and you know, same with futures. In general, I think they require their own set of strategies. So I don't focus on those um, financial opportunities. So why do these contracts matter to me? Well, they matter to all of us because what happens is each of these contracts have an expiration and these this expiration date causes um, people to, you know, they need to take action with the contract, whether it is a future or an option. And all of that action increases the volume and the opportunity. So um, with quadruple, well first I guess double witching, we can talk about that. Double witching occurs when two different assets, um, stock options and index options, or 
index futures or stock futures expire at the same time. So this happens every single month on the third Friday of the month. However, not in March, June, September, December, because those four days of the year, those days are quadruple witching. So on those days, all four of those assets expire. Stock options and index options, stock futures and index futures. Um, what's the difference between the stock and the index? So um, an index is like the SPY, the S&P 500. Um, any ETF is an index. I follow the XLK, that's the technology index. So you can put options and futures on those indexes. And then, you know, of course you have um, the ability to take out those contracts for stocks. And all four of those types expire on quadruple witching. So that's the third Friday in every March, June, September, and December. You can expect a lot of volume in the market. And um, with that volume comes increased opportunity. Um, but you know, it's not guaranteeing anything. As you guys know, a lot of my orders from today didn't get filled. So it didn't have the volatility necessarily that I was expecting. Because although quadruple witching, it, it does for sure increase the volume, um, it's not necessarily you know, increasing um, that volatility factor. And, you know, with today um, and every day with quad witching, I guess I should say, one of the reasons I'm recording the podcast a little bit later is because the most important time to watch is the last hour. So that's increased trading volume. And if there's any volatility, that um, really gets um, ramped up in the final hour of trading before the closing bell. They call this hour the witch hour. So another, you know, weird terms here, but um, I had to really make sure that I was focused for the witching hour. So that's why I wasn't recording live with you guys during that time. Um, so I know as fellow traders, you guys understand. And I hope that made sense kind of breaking down quadruple witching and, um, you know, options and futures since we've never really talked about that on the podcast. If you have any questions, please feel free to message me on Instagram at are you green podcast you can send a direct message I know I have a bunch in there I've been responding so I am getting to them um, so thank you for your patience on that <laughs> and now let's go into our top news story for the day first off I mentioned yesterday my first chip tip that these chip manufacturers are delayed in production and with such a high demand you know we're gonna see some volatility there and then today Microsoft announced that they are now producing their own chips, very much like Apple is starting to do. So, you know, this news broke and it sent Intel straight down. Um, and I was already swinging this trade, so I'm happy to buy when people are emotionally selling. Um, a very similar dip happened with AMD and Microsoft, you know, went up a couple of ticks. But um, something to note is that, you know, this news, it is big because you know, Microsoft obviously could really, um, you know, limit the capability for AMD and Intel because those chips are currently, the chips that Microsoft is using is supplied by them. So obviously, you know, it's gonna hurt those companies in the long term. What emotional sellers do not understand is that, you know, this is just, you know, news 
that um, that broke and you know it's not gonna have an effect for a very long time especially since you know Microsoft is just now diving into this market so when I saw those drops you know I just think the emotional sells the panic sells that's our opportunity to buy and profit off of um, other people's uh, mistakes it sounds mean to say but it is what it is. Anyways, um, so that being said, you know, I wouldn't, if you are holding Intel, if you're holding AMD, do not be, you know, concerned and do not panic sell based on this news. Um, and if you are swinging it like me, this might be a good opportunity to lower your average price, which is what I did. So that brings us right into my personal accounts today. Um, and, you know, I did have a swing on Intel. My average was 50, 5025. Um, I knew that, you know, this was going to drop. So I was very small size in. This morning I bought more and at 40. 47.85 and my average is now 48.65. I have another buy down at 47.15 and I definitely want to give this trade time both to work out to fill and size in at the lower prices and then also it will take time for Intel again to reach up to the higher targets that I have for it. Um, and you know the way that I like to plan my trade is I want to size in appropriately and get those lower buys in and then I take a look at the stock and, and how the charts have changed over the past couple days and then uh, choose a safe um, exit that is going to give me a good amount of profit and also um, you know don't put my targets too high because again I am more of a short-term swing seller um, so we'll be watching Intel all together the other thing that happened is I started a swing trade for OSTK over stock. So um, I bought at 63, that's my average. Um, I have another buy down at 61.24. What I'm looking for in this ticker is for it to um, bounce and head up to 66. That's my target sell. Um, but again, I'll continue to size into it if it continues to go lower next week. Um, so we'll watch that one together. I also got out of a new trade today. Um, with DocuSign. I you know, have been telling you guys how my strategy there where I sold a small piece to take in a really nice profit, um, but I left some on for the higher level. So it did hit that. Um, so it sold at 248. My average was 220.59. So that's a 28 point gain. That is huge, really huge. I normally don't even see that type of gain unless it's with like Tesla or, or a stock like that. So um, I'm really happy about that sale and really glad again to have some cash into my accounts to enter into new trades. So what happened? I entered into those swing trades and then towards the end of the market, I put in a lot of orders, hoping to get filled at really low spots, again, due to this volatility with quad witching. Unfortunately, None of those orders got filled and I do want to bring it up to talk with you guys about because, you know, as traders, it can be very easy to say like, okay, well, I had an order down here. It bounced a couple of, um, you know, bounced a couple of points, didn't fill my order, but I'm going to chase that. 
in my opinion, that's the wrong thing to do. I really like to let the trade come to me. I don't want to be a sheep just following the herd. I want to be able to profit from the herd's mistakes, of course. Um, so I had so many orders in, um, and I just thought I would, you know, share with you guys what happened. So Apple, um, they announced some news about their uh, closing stores in California due to COVID, and so I did have a buy level down at 125.15. It did not get there. It's sitting at 126.90. Um, and again, it, it, this was for a short pop. So um, that order has been canceled. I also had an order in for Tesla because for a while it was um, headed down um, and losing points every single second. So I put an order at 628.55 it bounced around 638 and now it's around 679. So I did wanna make sure my order for Tesla was in very low at a safe spot because of the volatility with Tesla. And on Monday, that is the day where everyone is going to be buying Tesla because it's gonna be officially added to the S&P 500. So there's gonna be a lot of um, movement there and I don't wanna be stuck in a position that I can't get out of. So I'm more conservative with Tesla right now um, but again, you guys, you do you, you know? Um, and then I also had an order in for Peloton. Peloton is being added to the NASDAQ 100. So because of that, we did see a, a small decline as people bought up the shares um, at those lower prices for, you know, their, um, in, for their indicator. So um, a lot of people who follow the SPY S&P 500, they have other indicators based off of that market. So they have to buy in to any new company that gets added to the S&P 500. It's really similar with the NASDAQ 100, right? So there's other firms that have um, indicators, ETFs, so they have to buy into that. Um, but unfortunately, Peloton, P-T-O-N, did not hit my target of 133.60, so that was a bummer. And the last thing was AMD. I loved the fact that, you know, this news broke today about Microsoft. I know that AMD is gonna continue to be successful, um, whether Microsoft or Apple make chips or not. So um, I did have an order in at 92.50. And again, unfortunately, it's a not get filled. So, you know, honestly, today was a little bit disappointing with the quad witching. I was expecting a lot more um, drops for me to, you know, enter into long trades and that didn't happen and that's okay. As a trader, we're not going to hit the mark 100% at the time and you need to be okay holding your cash and only taking very, very smart risks on well-planned um, trades. Um, but yeah, so that's really everything that I wanted to go over today. Um, for those of you, you know, concerned about the chip stocks, just know that there is so much demand out there for these chips. So when you think about these chips, I mean, they're in laptops, they are in iPhones, like, you know, in all, any type of smartphone has this chip. And now with all of the smart appliances, they're using these chips in dishwashers and blenders and sinks everywhere so there's you know so for the people that emotionally just panic sold for AMD and for Intel like that was honestly that was a bad move because the demand is going to continue to increase as our demand for electronics and our need for these products increases um, so that's why again I'm not worried about this Intel swing trade and I'm gonna still be scouting out AMD next week for good levels um, but that's 
that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm sorry that today is, um, the episode's gonna come out a little late. I was trading like right up until closing bell, trying to get these things filled and making sure that I had my pulse on the market. Um, So I appreciate you guys understanding that. And um, I hope everyone has a good and safe weekend. I look forward to uh, walking you through next week on the RU Green podcast. So please make sure that you're staying safe out there both physically and mentally and that you are planning your trades and trading your plans. 